At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining us on a Monday live from Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Stormy Bonantoni, Michael Lombardi. Getting some time away with vacation. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel stepping in, holding down the fort like he has all of last week as well. And it's I still can't get over it. Like, I worked one day with Michael, and even just from cross-country, he must have thought I smelled funny or something. It was just like, I can't do this anymore. Moving on. Can't do that to yourself. I sat next to Michael for many, many, many uh, weeks in Atlantic City. So maybe the musk of Atlantic City covered my smell, uh, you know, when we were out there together at the ocean. Sometimes. Hey, we're in this together, JVT. I appreciate you. But a great show on tap today. Lots and lots of NFL conversation to get into with the breaking news of the day that Derek Carr is going to the New Orleans Saints. Of course, we had the combine and um, some workout warriors who put on a show which Mm -hmm. has changed some odds even more we'll get into that in about 30 minutes thomas gable of the borgata race and sportsbook is going to talk through some college basketball tournament stuff with us take us behind the counter there at 12 45 eastern mark schofield of sb nation covers the nfl and the draft closely and in our two vison zone mike pritchard nine-year nfl vet former wide receiver and college football national champion all right let's get over it okay come on it was years ago (laughs) um he's excited about coach prime and everything that's going on over there at colorado but great show ahead and like i said let's get this thing rocking and rolling with the nfl storylines and the news of the day, Derek Carr confirmed it himself with Twitter with the the who dat out there. He's headed to the NFC South, which I think is yeah. is a win for him. Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I, the, the two teams in the NFC South, the Panthers and the Saints, I think were should have been like the top two choices. It made the most sense. It was a wide open division. It gives you the best chance of winning a division. Should you join that team, you automatically become the best team in that division. And so you see those odds in terms of the adjustments for the Saints, uh, now the favorites to win that division. I, I am I'm honestly fascinated by this because there was a long time where you could make the argument for Derek Carr that he was one of the more undervalued quarterbacks in the NFL. The, from 2019 to 2021, we're talking about PFF grades of 77.5, 81.2, 83.9. Those are in order of lowest to highest, not exactly the order of terms of the years that he played, but took care of the football, was just a consistent quarterback. Remember, you know, 2021 threw for over 5,000 mm-hmm. yards. So you could make that argument. But what the interesting dynamic here is to me If you look at him coming off of arguably the worst season of his career outside of his rookie season, going in and taking the place of a quarterback who played in 
uh, what are we talking about here for Andy Dalton? How many games did he end up playing in? Whatever it was. Posted a PFF passing grade of 81, had an 18 to 9 touchdown interception ratio. Like, he actually wasn't terrible. So what I'm getting at is, like, I think Derek Carr is an undervalued quarterback, but I am fascinated about how much better he actually does make the Saints, considering that statistically, he's replacing a quarterback who was actually better than him last year. Right? Like, I, I think it's, like, a really interesting dynamic. I don't think there's any denying that there is still something left for Derek Carr, but is this the start of the decline, or is this going to be something that is, like, legitimate? Because remember also... I don't know about this. I mean, I think they added the best wide receiver in the National Football yeah. League for him last year, and he had his his worst career year. Yeah, I just, who was his really... best friend as well from college. They had the right. best hookup in, in Fresno State history. Yep. Um, but it's one of those things that with Derek Carr, I think this will be fascinating to follow. Um, he's going to have a defense that should be able to back him up pretty well mm -hmm. equipedly here. Um, he is somebody that I think – has the tools for success, but that's a great question. Like you said, is he on the decline or not? Maybe it's like Cheryl Crow says, a change will do you good, and this change of scenery could be something says. that would be positive. Um, for yeah, me... Can I ahead. add really quickly? Sure. I think you're at, you had a really good point. The Saints were the sixth best team in terms of defensive EPA per play. So, like, maybe he doesn't have to do that much, right? So maybe he does make the team better and that he gives them a baseline of play. So I, I think it's a really good point that, you know, that the Saints defensively were one of the better teams in the National Football League last year. One thing I wanted to ask you about when it comes to kind of like how all of this played out yesterday, as soon as like as recent as last night and even early this morning, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler was reporting that the Packers were Derek Carr's first choice. And then overnight, this deal gets worked out to where he's going to New Orleans now. Is that am I reading too much into the tea leaves here that maybe he heard something or was given the impression then that the Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers? Maybe. Right, because I, 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 so I saw the same report too. I mean, I don't even, I don't think the Jets were really a great fit for him anyway, though. So maybe that is what happened. Maybe he got wind that either. But that was the thing too. To your, like the Jets, by all accounts, outside of the Saints, were the teams that courted, were the team that courted them the most. Right? Mm -hmm. He was, he was caught in a picture uh, having lunch or dinner, whatever it was, with Robert Sala. I'm sure he picked up the check. Uh, when he, I think, met with them twice, three times, maybe yeah, telling him he could be a Hall of Famer of if he comes there. Yeah, there was like, the public comments, right? Yes. So, yeah, I don't know if that would tell you that maybe he got the sense that they were just waiting to see it. Maybe it doesn't even know, mean, Stormy, that they are going to get Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it just meant that they were dragging their feet at the chance that they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. Does okay. that make sense? And so if you're, you know, you're sitting there and if you, you want to be courted in any like relationship, you're not going to sit back and go. Well, I'm not going to wait for you to get somebody you'd rather prefer. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to make my choice now. And why not go to the team that has the former head coach that I've worked with before and whatnot? So maybe that's what exactly happened. So Derek Carr um, going to the Saints. We mentioned they are the new favorite in the NFC South. Go from 2-1 to one to plus 130. His comeback player of the year odds sitting there 20-1. to one. Just throwing it out there. What is he coming to back from? To win it all. What did Geno Smith come back from? To win it well, all. Geno Smith we came back from like years as like a backup and being forgotten by the NFL. Derek Carr played in almost he every game last year. He came back from being bad. I and guess. that is what I would say with Derek Carr. You just said worst year statistically in the National Football League. He's coming back from being bad. I guess when you get benched for Jared Stedham, you're coming back from something. He's coming back from um, franchise just life awfulness. Okay. I don't know a better way to put that together. Saints odds to win it all remain in the 40 to one range here though, as well. You want to go to the combine, talk through a, a little Anthony sure. Richardson mayhem here. Can I, can I point out really quickly? Sure. I will say this. So you mentioned, so the saints plus plus one forty are in thereabouts to win the NFC South. I may be crazy, but and we, this ties into the, the draft and the combine. If the Carolina Panthers are rumored to be like the, one of the teams that could move up to get a quarterback, I would not say no to the Carolina Panthers if they were to grab like a C.J. Stroud in the NFL draft to win this division. I, I thought Stroud was brilliant on Saturday mm. watching him. A lot of people thought he was great. I still think he could be a really good quarterback in the National Football League. I think the pieces and the coaching staff for Carolina is actually really, really good. So I wouldn't say no to Carolina should they get like C.J. Stroud, a really pro-ready type guy, like right away. To be So you're saying like C.J. Stroud comes in day one starter in Carolina? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think so. I okay. think that would be the case. And I would, I would, uh, I would not say no to that team winning that division. And I wouldn't necessarily think that they'd be afraid to do that. Like David Tepper is willing to go all in and mm -hmm. wants to win and is tired of the quarterback play they've had these last few years. Like they made wholesale changes in their coaching staff for a reason. Oh, and t the kids come in ready to go right away. Now, like there's obviously there is the guy that we're going to talk about that seems to be a developmental piece in Anthony Richardson. You're talking about more upside and projection than you are with actual quarterback play being ready to go. But Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, these two especially. 
they're going to be starters day one for whoever drafts. Yeah, and CJ Sproud, too, like, is the prototypical size that you mm-hmm. want for a guy, too. Um, we saw in the combine the accuracy. He was just dropping the bread in the basket to not only the couple passes that he had to Jackson Smith and Jigba, but guys that he's never worked out with before. He looked great. So I rewatched it on uh, Sunday morning waiting for college basketball to start and was reading a bunch of recaps. And it's funny, as we're going to talk about Anthony Richardson's vault up many markets, mm-hmm. the combine coming out of it was, yes, Anthony Richardson was great. But there were a lot of people storming that said what C.J. Stroud did in the passing drills was one of the best showings they've seen in the combine from a quarterback. Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah, one of those people. Right. <laughs> like... So I was like, I was amazed watching that. Dyna- and, the, and the dynamic was even cooler, which was Anthony Richardson was 11 and C.J. Stroud was 12. So like Richardson would go up and throw and then you get C.J. Stroud. And like he would be, Stroud was great. But the market kept creeping up on Anthony Richardson. But I think Stroud's a really pro-ready quarterback. I know there's like this history and people will push back on Ohio State quarterbacks. Every quarterback is built differently. I like a lot of what C.J. Stroud brings to the table. So if you're put in a position where you have like a, a friendly offensive coach in Frank Reich, a defense that has some good personnel and in a weak division, that's really not a high bar to climb over to win that division. Like C.J. Stroud and the Panthers, if that is okay. the matchup, or the you know, the meeting, I guess. So obviously his odds have lengthened um, since the combine. Bryce Young's number has gotten shorter, but Stroud from plus 350 post-combine around 5-1. to one. Yeah. Are you thinking that the Panthers have to trade up to one to get him, or where? Do no, you, no, like, I, I so think neither do I. But I'm curious, like a way to bet that. I mean, I th- okay. I would think that. So here's the interesting part about this: when it comes to number one overall pick and everything that the first quarterback taken, right? So, and we were talking about this over the weekend. When you when you are betting an athletic event, okay, there's obviously the chance of the upset. So if we're betting the Celtics versus the Rockets, let's say there is a chance that the Rockets can win that game. You know, if a player gets hot, whatever it is. So if we look at something like this, though, in, a, in an information-based event that we know that one singular thing is going to happen, we just don't know what it is, is there a theoretical value? Like, is the probability of C.J. Stroud going at number one higher than what the market is telling us? Maybe. But are you, if you're getting value there, is it actually worth betting? Because at this point, it does seem that Bryce Young is still the best prospect and he's going to be the first overall pick. And so that's why I thought it was fascinating looking at this with Anthony Richardson. You know, you see the post-combine numbers that we just threw up there. For him to go from 7-1 to one to 3-1 to one post-combine to be the number one overall pick, like there is theoretically value in grabbing C.J. Stroud at 5-1 to one because I think it's more probable that he's the number one overall mm-hmm. pick than Anthony Richardson. But is that event actually going to play out? I'm not entirely sure. So in terms of what you're asking, like how you bet it, I'm waiting for markets like I cannot wait to see if they hang like an Anthony Richardson versus C.J. Stroud draft. Like, who's get drafted first matchup? That's going to be interesting. C.J. Stroud's draft position, where they're going to hang out versus Anthony Richardson. You're waiting for, I think, the opportunity to bet this because I don't think I want to bet C.J. Stroud to go with the number one overall pick because I just don't think that's going to happen. Are there a few of those matchups that you might be interested by, like Anthony Richardson versus a Will Levis or, you know, different quarterback pairings? So that was up. And then during the combine, it opened up minus 140 in favor of Anthony Richardson. He does the 40, he does the vertical, and it goes to minus 200 to go before Will Levis. And then somebody was paying attention, and we were tracking, Kelly and I, Kelly Bidlin, were tracking this on Saturday. And then sure enough, like you see that buyback, and it dropped right back down to minus 160. Like (laughs) it it was nuts watching what happened during the combine. Everything Anthony Richardson did was the best for a quarterback at this year's combine, some of which records by the position, period, in combine history. We'll get into his odds movement and a lot happening with the franchise tag deadline tomorrow. Who's going to get tagged? Who won't when we come back on the Lombardi line? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.
Mom met a lot of your demands over the years. This Mother's Day, get her the Bartesian cocktail maker that makes premium cocktails on demand. In just 30 seconds, have your choice of over 60 premium or seasonal cocktails, all at the touch of a button. Get $50 off on the Bartesian cocktail maker now when you buy one pack of cocktail capsules. So, for all the times you made a mess, get Mom the countertop cocktail system that makes premium cocktails without making any mess at all. For all the times you begged for soda, get her premium cocktail capsules made with real fruit juice and craft bitters. For all the times you demanded tacos for dinner, get her the Bartesian that mixes margaritas in just 30 seconds. Make mom's Mother's Day and all the 364 days that aren't Mother's Day with a Bartesian cocktail maker at $50 off. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother now to get $50 off the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem Mm -hmm. call 1-800-522-4700. Stormy Tony and Jonathan Von Tobel on the desk here as we continue talking about Combine Week where Anthony Richardson, no surprise, was the star workout warrior. He broke the records in the vertical jump, the long jump for a quarterback, ran a 4-4-3-40. And um, for a guy who just about a month ago's odds were 100-1 to to be the top overall selection, those have shortened quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think so. This is a fascinating conversation. And I will start with this. We uh, There's a lot of us, we, the collective we, who view betting odds as like the ultimatum. So, or I, I don't think that phrasing's right. But what I mean is like, so when you see things move, right, Stormy, how many times do people say, oh, that, that's going to happen, right? The odds yeah. are moving in that direction. It's like the end all be all. You're right. And that's a much better way to put it. And so I think there was a lot of people who were like, hmm, Anthony Richardson looks like he's going to be a number one. I'm like, no, this, these are people betting into the market and shifting these numbers because they're watching the combine and going, wow, this guy's really good. But I put it that like when Kelly and I were talking about this on Saturday, I put it this way. Wow. The guy we expected to be an insane athlete at the quarterback position is an insane athlete at the quarterback like, position. We all knew this is what was going to happen. Maybe not that it was going to be breaking records and everything yep. he did, but how many times coming into the combine did we say, okay, well, who's going to be the star of the combine? Obviously, Anthony Richardson. And, Obviously. And so I like it. It's the same thing with Bryce Young, right? So, like, Bryce Young, when he weighed in at 204, I, I tweeted out as a joke, like, okay, whew, now he can go number one overall. If he had been 201, <laughs> then you know what? He's, He's over 25th. 200 now. Right, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's these little things that we were like, like, why are we reacting to these sort of things? Bryce Young as a passer is still Bryce Young as a passer, whether he is 201 or 204, but the market reacts to those things. And Anthony Richardson, and even in the write-ups, when you saw when you saw recaps of the Combine, when you heard people, smarter people than I, NFL mm-hmm. scouts talking about it, and I'd be curious, you know, I just retweeted Michael. Michael apparently just recorded a GM shuffle, by the way, while we're on the air, so I don't know why I'm here. Um, but I'm curious to hear what Michael has to say right. about this because – from the perspective of, like, I feel like these teams know a little bit more than we know, right? So we're going to react to these things. But, yes, like, teams knew probably. Todd McShay told us right before the draft, yeah, Price Young's going to be 5'10 and a half. What do you measure at? 5'10 and a half. These guys know five, certain 5'10 and things. an eighth. Sorry. But... Sorry. You're right. Yep, yep. No, you're right. That makes a big difference. <laughs> they knocked him down a, a pick or two. I'm just glad we're not talking about hand size this combine. That's very true. But I, I just think, to your overall point, what we're getting at here is I, I am fascinated that the market moved the way it did mm-hmm. with Anthony Richardson. And I think if it's going to continue to kind of be in this space, 
as we get closer to the draft and as more markets pop up, I'll be looking to play against Anthony Richardson in multiple mm-hmm. different ways because I think the market is kind of freaking out here. I mean, at one point, Will Levis was supposed to be the first overall pick. Remember, mm-hmm. the Colts were supposed to trade up. Elliot and, and draft Will Levis at the number one overall selection. Now, all of a sudden, he's plus 140 to go before Anthony Richardson. It's crazy. I did appreciate the confidence from Levis when he was asked why he elected to take part in the throwing portion. Well, I got a cannon. Mm-hmm. Want to show it off. So, okay, there you go. Well done, sir. Uh, to go back to Richardson, though, one of those things that is the massive sticking point against him is obviously the accuracy and what you've seen on the tape, a 54% completion percentage isn't going to do it. And looking into some of the numbers, only four quarterbacks have been selected in the first round of the draft the last 25 years with a sub 55 completion percentage. Mm-hmm. That list, Kyle Bowler, Ryan Leaf, Jim Drunkenmiller, and Jake Locker. What do these guys have in common? What's that last name? Not good NFL quarterbacks. Drunken, Drunken Miller. It's not a nickname, right? That's nope. like his actual name? Okay. Drunken, like, wow. Drunken oh. Miller. Okay, um, really rude. So everyone's going to make the comp to Josh Allen and say, hey, look, We cleaned up the footwork with him. We Mm. cleaned up the accuracy. Why can't we do that with Anthony Richardson? Because the upside is going to be so much higher, potentially the ceiling so much higher than anybody else that we're going to get this year. But I mean, the lows are also extremely low. And this is a guy who only played 13 games as a starter in college football. We don't really know his processing speed. We don't really, there's just so much unknown to me Mm -hmm. that it's, feels very, very difficult for me to understand that just because he can jump really high and jump really far and is, you know, a body that's built to take a hit, that he's going to be the number one overall pick. Yeah, and to your point, I think the NFL is coming around a little bit more somewhat like the NBA in in that the NBA teams will spend a top five, top ten pick on projects because, hey, these guys are super young. We're going to develop them. We see what they can be. And you mentioned, I mean, there's a couple of names. You didn't mention Trey Lance. The 49ers mm-hmm. traded up to number three to draft a project in Trey Lance. He did not play his first year. I do I, prefer a guy coming out of the SEC versus well, the FCS. But I also but. think, too, let's look at the construction of the teams that will likely take an Anthony Richardson type. You're looking at the, the 49ers went to get a good Trey Lance. You want to know why? Because they still had Jimmy Garoppolo, a team that was built to win, and they could afford to trade up for him and then stash him away for a year before they moved on. The Buffalo Bills, when they drafted um, the uh, excuse me, Josh Allen, yeah, Josh Allen, seventh overall, you know they had a relatively competitive team, and he didn't start the entire time; only started eleven of the 12, uh, eleven games and appeared in twelve. So I, I think when you're looking at this, like, I don't think this is going to be. And again, I'm just pushing back against the concept mm-hmm. of him being like a top three pick because it sounds like the Arizona Cardinals are going to trade away that pick. So if that's the case, maybe there's a team that trades up in that spot to go get the third quarterback. If that's going to be the case. I don't. I wouldn't say no to him being on the fringes of the top ten. I'm just saying, in the mm-hmm. case of him being the second quarterback taken or the first overall pick, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here at this point. Yeah, for him, and it's got to be the right situation. It's got to be the right fit. Last odds I saw for which teams would draft Anthony Richardson: Panthers a plus three twenty favorite, mm-hmm. Seattle five to one, Raiders, Falcons, and Colts all six to one, um, and then you got the Lions plus seven fifty and Texans ten to one. The uh, the draft. First round of the draft, April 27th. We'll be here before we know it, but still plenty of time before those questions are answered. What we do not have a lot of time for is the franchise tag deadline, which is approaching tomorrow, uh, March 7th, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and there are some big decisions looming, most notably when it comes to the Giants and Ravens. But let's, let's start with the Giants because their problem is twofold. Both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley set to hit the open market. It looks like Daniel Jones, though, is going to be the guy getting tagged in this spot. Yeah, I guess it makes sense to a certain extent. I mean, if you he had one of his best years under Dable, you probably feel like you can get a little bit more out of him with more time in the system and whatnot. So it, it's hard to find a quarterback. It's always that it's that adage, right? You know, grass isn't always greener on the other side. You always have to think about what you're going to replace the thing you're replacing with. And that's not always just out there with ease. And especially with one of the quarterbacks off the market now in Derek Carr. And you couldn't really find yourself in negotiations with Derek Carr because you still had a quarterback to take care of technically on your roster in Daniel Jones. So I I think it makes some sense being the most important position. And I am curious about the dynamic with Saquon Barkley. I mean, obviously the payment dynamics awesome with Daniel Jones because the report was out there. What was it? 46, 42 million, whatever it was that he wanted. Um, Yeah. But from a roster construction standpoint, I mean, he and Saquon Barkley were so vital with their running game <laughs> down the stretch. Yeah. You do wonder what that's going to mean if Saquon Barkley can find a better deal and if he's going to be gone. 
Well, and I think the Giants in a lot of cases are a victim of their own success for what they've done this year because they didn't exercise the fifth-year option. Like, they didn't exercise the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones for a reason, mind mm-hmm. you. Um, but then he has this season where he's one of just three quarterbacks to throw for over 3,000 yards and rush for 700 with Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, the other two that did that. So he showed his dual threat ability. Saquon Barkley comes back from injury and just explodes and becomes the the catalyst for everything that they do offensively. Without him, they would have been essentially nothing yeah. because they have no weapons on the outside. I feel like, I guess you're making the argument too, if you're looking at this logically, while Saquon Barkley was awesome this year, and this is not meant to downplay him because he ran for 1,400 yards, scored 12 touchdowns on the ground. You can make the argument that it is easier to, as we know in football, right, replace a running back than it would be to replace a quarterback. So if you're going to designate, again, the level of play is one question, right? But we have seen that if you're going to replace a piece, it is much easier to replace a running back than it would be a quarterback. Well, and Daniel Jones, it's just so frustrating because it's a one, it's a one season sample size, essentially, where he played well. Mm-hmm. Like all we have seen from him, the, the larger sample size is him being bad. And so the Giants are just in such a tough spot, I feel like, because like if if they the the offer that we're hearing around potentially being is four years, one hundred sixty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, that's insane to me that you're going to pay this guy over forty million dollars a year. And I know that the market is what the market is type of a thing. Mm-hmm. But who else is going to pay him that? Like you're just you're you're like losing to yourself here if yeah. you're in New York. But I also think so. There's one change though, right? There's one difference in all the years that we talked about and this last year. Brian Dable's here. That's that that's the key, right? That's the change. Is that Brian Dable is clearly a guy who maximizes whatever roster he has. He was a big reason why Josh Allen developed the way that he did, and he's a big reason why this Giants team. Yeah. I mean, he squeezed every bit of juice out of the rock that was the New York Absolutely. Giants last year, and you could do that with your quarterback as well. Ugh, I just feel like the Giants are negotiating against themselves, whereas you have a Baltimore team, a Baltimore team, and Lamar Jackson, who like that situation is very different. Like teams mm-hmm. probably are willing more willing to spend a couple of first round picks and swoop in there if they do the non-exclusive tag so we will love that dude we will talk about the lamar jackson side of things tony pollard by the way has been a franchise tag name that has come down another running back potentially on the move we're hearing the titans are shopping derrick henry around but thomas gable director of the race and sportsbook at the borgata is coming up next we'll get back to the nfl in a bit This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's March and the madness is upon us. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet it all this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or you're betting against the spread, our team's here to help get you ready for every game in every round of the dance. Only VSEN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets, tools like exclusive betting splits, plus the big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in-depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella's, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts, including Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Sign up today, get the betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN through the end of the tournament for just 19 bucks at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Stormy Bonantoni and JVT live from Las Vegas as we welcome into the show Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook over at the Borgata. And Thomas, before we get to Hoops, which we will have plenty of here with you. We just wrapped up a lot of conversation about the combine and odds ahead of the NFL draft as, as a bookmaker and as a director of race and sports book, how tough is it to actually put these odds up because it's such an information based event and a knowledge based event versus strategy of a game or something. It's so different. Yeah, it really is uh, great to be with you both. And uh, it's one of the reasons uh I wait as long as possible to post these uh, post these up because you know right now I don't even have them up. I, I know a lot of places do, uh, but it's not just not something that is fun to do. It's you know uh, certainly you know as Patrick Maher liked to used to say he used to say we would put it up because we were benevolent and it's really but it's really it's something for the players. It's something you kind of expect to take a loss on every year. Now we've been fortunate the last two years we we actually made a little bit the last two years on the NFL draft, but, uh, you know, between that and NBA draft, I mean, all of this is information based. As you said, the players typically will have the information before you do. And the earlier that you put these odds up, 
the more volatile the market is and the more exposure you're going to have at higher numbers on some guys. So, um, you know, our job really is to limit that exposure. So in a market like this that, I mean, let's face it, it's, it's also a, a not a very liquid market. So um, you tend to have a lot of sharp money in there. And uh, it's it's just not something that's a really good time for books to uh, to want to put up and and try to book this stuff. So, um, you know, it, it's something I try to wait and hold off for as long as possible. And we, we will put up the props and everything else that goes with it, head to heads, and and as we get closer to it. But I like to try to get through at least March Madness um, and, and then put it up. Uh, but you know, again, sometimes you just uh, have to give in to customer demand. I guess. Mm. Uh, Thomas, out there, are there any uh, state restrictions in terms of what you guys are doing with the draft? Like out here in Nevada, right? They have to take them down 24 hours before the actual draft itself. So a lot of bookmakers will, you know, hang it up on like, what is it, Thursday? So they'll hang it up on like Tuesday and then pull it off immediately. It's like things like that. <laughs> uh, are there any restrictions from the state in terms of where you're at right now in Jersey and like that you have to do as a bookmaker or is it pretty open? No, it's pretty open in Jersey. Uh, they, they will allow it uh, all the way up. I don't. I don't know. I, I've never offered live draft betting. I'm not sure if Jersey does. Uh, they may even go that far. But, yeah, I mean, you can still bet it the day of uh, right up until the start. But, again, I mean, if you know, if the market's pretty much, it's pretty much known who the number one pick is going on, so you're going to pull that off um, and, and so forth. So, um, you know, I know Nevada kind of handles it a little bit differently and maybe a lot more conservative, conservative than other states. Uh, and certainly with the expansion of sports betting, uh, you know, you got to take it on a state-by-state basis, depending what's allowed. There's going to be probably some states that won't allow any draft betting, uh, but uh, New Jersey does, and, you know, we offer it right up until uh, the event goes off. So I, I'm curious your thoughts on this angle, because I'm sure there are some shops, you know, we hear a lot from you guys about the draft and how much odds makers and directors and everybody else in control of these markets don't really like hanging them up. You, you just put some voice to that. Do you think it's there will be some odds makers in shops who decide not to hang up this at all? Are they deserving of some criticism for the most part? Like, look, at the end of the day, sports books have a really large edge, right? They have these holds and they're always usually coming out on top, right? Do you is it fair to criticize some shops who don't want to put these up? Because at the end of the day, there's a lot more opportunities for shops to come out on top than than betters. And maybe this is the one event where betters have an edge. And yet now we see odds makers, some of them refusing to put this up. Well, it's an interesting question because I never like to tell someone Mm -hmm. how to run their own business. Um, So if they feel that's best for them, then that's best for them if they don't want to put it up. Uh, Will they get criticism for that from from customers? Yeah, I'm sure sure they will. Uh, And it's something that they have to deal with if they they don't want to post odds up for it. Uh, but again, I, I don't like to get into how people run their, their businesses. Everybody's different. Everybody's risk tolerance is different. Uh, and again, you know, some places might put this up with very, very low limits. Uh, so, and they'll probably get criticism for that from, from players. So it's, uh, it, it's one of those things where, again, if, if the competition is kind of making you do it, well, then, then good. You know, the, the market kind of dictates what you do there. Um, but again, if you choose to to sit it out, then then you do. And if your criticism comes with it, uh, then so be it. Here with Thomas Gable, director of the race and sports book at the Borgata. And as we turn our attention to the madness, it is already beginning. Last night, we saw some great games. Kennesaw State punches their ticket to the dance for the first time in program history. What an incredible turnaround that's been over the last handful of years from a team that's 1-28 in 28 just a mm-hmm. few seasons ago. You called it on the show yesterday. Memphis was the side against top-ranked Houston. The Cougars escape on a last-second buzzer beater. Um, and, and now we have some more great games ahead in the West Coast Conference. We've got a championship game um, in the SoCon tonight. What are some things that, that you're looking at as it pertains to tonight's action? Yeah, I mean, obviously the, the, the highlights here are the, the two uh, WCC uh, semifinal games there. Uh, BYU and St. Mary's, uh, pretty much seven across the board. St. Mary's Lane, seven in this. The, the total has come down, currently sitting around 128 and a half. And you know, St. Mary's won both games between these two this year. Uh, BYU certainly looking to play spoiler, though. Uh, contrast in styles, as, as St. Mary's will look to drag the number of possessions down. BYU loves to play at a quick pace. 
So it's always interesting to see who wins out in that struggle uh, when you have two teams match up that are, you know, one's a slower-paced team, one's a, a quick, uh, quick team. And most of the time, it's a slower-paced team. And we, we know how good St. Mary's is on the defensive end. Um, you know, BYU, they've already played two games in the WCC tournament uh, off day yesterday, obviously. St. Mary's comes in here very well-rested with that double bye. So winner of this game then goes on, gets the winner of uh, Gonzaga and San Francisco. Zags right now 14.5-point favorites in that, and uh, total up to 161. Uh, and you've seen the number move uh, from the opener. Gonzaga laying 12 and a half there at the opener. So uh, Gonzaga taking money and looking to make their 26th straight trip to the WCC championship game. It's uh, pretty incredible. Uh, obviously, the, they've been the class of uh, this conference for so long. And uh, this is a team that, despite the brand name that they have, I feel is a little bit under the radar right now uh, this, type, this time. So, uh, you can still get them uh, around 20 to one, maybe even a little bit higher to win the NCAA tournament. And uh, why not take a shot on the team that has the best offense in all college basketball? They lead the country averaging 88 points per game. Uh, they average their first in effective field goal percentage as well. So not many teams are going to be able to outscore them in a track meet type game. So I, I think there's still a path for the Zags overall. And again, the Zags should not have, much trouble in this one tonight. San Francisco coming off a double overtime victory against Santa Clara on Saturday. And, of course, the Zags, uh, they have the benefit of the double bye here tonight. Thomas, I'm curious, and maybe you don't have thoughts on this game specifically, but the situation overall, because we do get to see, as Stormy mentioned, a SoCon tonight. Chattanooga's going to be playing their fourth game in four days here against Furman. And we saw yeah. a similar situation yesterday, right? Campbell takes on UNC Asheville. They have a big lead, but it's their fourth game in four days, and they ultimately fade down the stretch and lose that game. From a situation standpoint, how do you handle Chattanooga? Because it does seem the money in market is coming in on them. This opened up, what, six in favor of Furman. We're down to like four and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, and that's that's right. And we've been seeing only Chattanooga money here. So, uh, But like you said, it's, it's a number that uh, I think four and a half is – I don't know if I play Chattanooga four and a half, um, but as you said, it's certainly one of those situational spots where you have to look at this time of the year, teams that have been playing back to back to back games or what have you, and you know rest and the amount of time players are on the floor. You have to look at rotations, uh, which teams play maybe more a deeper bench because uh, there's many programs out there that maybe only play six seven guys on the regular. So. Uh, those are all things you really have to research and take into account when you get deeper into these tournaments, into the semifinals and finals. So, yeah, yeah, great point by you, JVT, to look at uh, to look at this one w- with that. And uh, again, four and a half, it's uh, probably a number that I'd be staying away from at this point. Hey, Thomas, ten seconds. What's harder to book, the conference tournament weeks or the opening week of the NCAA tournament? Uh, I, I think uh, probably the conference tournaments. The, the opening week. You know, we have basically so many days leading up to it. We, yeah. we already know what the power ratings are on that. So we're, we're good to go. Good deal. Appreciate the time, as always. That's Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook at the Borgata at Borgata Sports. We're going to step aside. More Lombardi line coming up in a moment. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Mother's Day is coming, and mom doesn't want flowers. She wants a cocktail. Here's a hint. 
Get Mom Bartesian. It's the countertop cocktail maker that creates your choice of over 60 premium cocktails in less than 30 seconds, each at the touch of a button. Flowers die. Happy hour comes back every day. So get Mom the machine that makes amazing cocktails with real fruit juices and craft bitters. Best of all, get $50 off a Bartesian premium cocktail maker with the purchase of one pack of cocktail capsules. So, instead of getting mom a reason to fill a flower vase with water, get mom the easiest, fastest way to fill her glass with the floral notes of gin. The best cocktails are premium cocktails, and the best day to get it for mom is Mother's Day, because you can get $50 off now for a limited time. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash mother to get the best premium cocktail maker for mom at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when you sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account, click the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state that you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, you'll both receive a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Stormy Bonantoni and Jonathan Von Tobel at the desk in Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi getting some time away. Well-deserved vacation. And uh, wrapping up hour one with some more NFL talk with the breaking news today that Derek Carr is signing with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Mark Schofield going to help us break it all down. NFL and draft writer over at SB Nation. Welcome in, Mark. How's it going? I'm doing well, friends. It is great to be here with you today. I figured we'd be talking more combine than anything else, but Derek Carr decided, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to make a big decision about my future, so I'd imagine we're going to get into that as well, but very excited to be here. Something about quarterbacks who just love like messing up big days for other people. Does like, Derek Carr like attention? I, I never <laughs> noticed that before. Well, remember, like Tom Brady, Selection Sunday comes out of retirement last. It's just like it's just the whole thing. But Mark, appreciate you um, being here to help us break down what was some exciting news, especially considering about 24 hours ago, we thought that the Jets were Derek Carr's potential landing spot, or at least where he wanted to go most. Why the connection with the Saints? And now uh, we see New Orleans as the favorite in the NFC South. I think we do see them as the favorite in the South, but obviously there are some more dominoes that could fall. We're keeping an eye on Atlanta and a potential Lamar Jackson situation, but I think there are a couple of reasons why Derek Carr decided that New Orleans was the home for him. There's obviously a relationship with Dennis Allen, who was the head coach of the Raiders when they drafted Carr out of Fresno State, so there's a relationship and a history there. I think schematically, there's a fit that works for Derek Carr in this Pete Carmichael offense. Obviously, Pete Carmichael spent the bulk of his NFL coaching career under Sean Payton. So it's that West Coast offense where it's quick throws, it's short throws, getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. That's typically where Carr has been very strong. Now, I think he's a little bit underrated as a vertical passer, but from an X's and O's standpoint, I think the fit with Derek Carr in New Orleans makes sense. Now, there are questions that the Saints have to address going forward. Where are they with Michael Thomas? There's a massive roster bonus that becomes guaranteed on March 17th. They're in a very difficult cap situation. So how does that play out? There's the Alvin Kamara legal situation with the uh, criminal charges that he's facing. How does that play out? But schematically, this makes sense. And when you look around as sort of post-Tom Brady NFC South, Atlanta has quarterback questions. Carolina has quarterback questions. The Buccaneers have quarterback questions. Adding Derek Carr gives the Saints perhaps already the best quarterback in the division. You know, I'm curious. This is one of the more, I thought, perplexing storylines throughout last year. And I brought this point up, Mark, which was 
you know, if you look at it statistically, he's actually not better than the guy he replaced, right? Andy Dalton, how much how much do you think Derek Carr realistically raises the ceiling of this Saints team, given that they actually got some quality quarterback play from Andy Dalton last year? I think it bumps it up a little bit here in the short term because, you know, Carr's effectiveness in the quick passing game, the short passing game, his ability to create a little bit more with his legs than I think Andy Dalton can right now. I think it boosts this team by a couple of wins, which frankly might be enough with where the NFC South is right now. I think the bigger question is what about long term? You know, what does this do for the Saints down the road? Is he sort of a one to two year stopgap approach while the rest of the division sorts itself out around their quarterback situations? And then they address this again a few years down the road. That might be the approach the Saints are taking. But given this window in the NFC South, that might be enough for the Saints to be competitive. Now, uh, as expected, it seems like Jameis Winston's going to be that salary cap casualty when it comes to New Orleans. Because you mentioned a moment ago Lamar Jackson and where he could potentially end up the franchise tag deadline tomorrow. A lot of talk has been that maybe he gets the non-exclusive tag, which would give another team an opportunity to come swoop him up. How do you think things play out with Lamar in Baltimore? Well, Stormy, I really thought, say, a couple of months ago that Lamar Jackson would find his way back to the Baltimore Ravens. These two sides would find a way to get a deal done, whether it's via, you know, the exclusive franchise tag or a long-term extension. But the more that this lingers and more, it seems like we're headed to a pardon between quarterback and team, which again, I did not think was going to be possible a couple of months ago. And last week out in Indianapolis, the talk was the non-exclusive tag. The talk was perhaps a team like Atlanta that maybe might find themselves priced out of a quarterback trade in terms of getting up for a draft quarterback would go the Lamar Jackson route. There's been a lot of smoke around Lamar Jackson to the Atlanta Falcons over the past couple of weeks. And that seemed to pick up in intensity last week out in Indianapolis. So with hours to the deadline, it seems like maybe Baltimore goes that route. They use the non-exclusive tag. They give another team the chance to perhaps match and give up some draft picks along the way. And then maybe we see the Ravens in the quarterback market when it comes down to draft time. How do you th- how real do you think this is in terms of the price tag that's been thrown out there for Daniel Jones? It seems like it's real. You know, his agents are on the ground right now. It seems like perhaps a deal gets done, but again, the tag is a possibility which would then open up Saquon Barkley. It would expose him to free agency. When you find a system that works, and it obviously worked with Brian Dable and Daniel Jones, he ran the ball 120 times. They found a way to get into the playoffs during a season where before the year started, their new general manager, Joe Shane, told us, look, this is what it is. This is the hand we were dealt. We're going to figure it out, which led me to believe, oh, they're not going anywhere. This is a rebuilding process. Instead, they turn around and get to the playoffs. (laughs) Daniel Jones found a way to get this team into the playoffs. So you feel like the Giants are going to find a way to get him back, whether via the tag or if they can figure out a long-term extension right now. It seems like a lot of money, but the going price for quarterbacks that can get you to the playoffs goes up and up and up every year. And maybe Daniel Jones will be the next beneficiary of that increase in price tag. And that's what we talked about earlier, that the the going rate is what the mm-hmm. going rate is. And maybe the Giants are just a victim of their own success here for what Brian Dable was able to put together to set Daniel Jones up to have the season that he did. Um, another name that has been talked about over the last hour or so, Derek Henry potentially getting shopped away from the Titans. What are you hearing with, with regards to Henry? It does seem like Henry might be on the move and it seems like Tennessee, that's sort of the under the sort of radar team that could be in the quarterback market in the draft. That was another conversation that happened in all week, all week in Indianapolis. It seems like Henry might be the next sort of casualty there. They've made a lot of moves already. And I'm sure teams that might feel that they're a piece or two away would look at what Derrick Henry has been able to do over the course of his career in Tennessee and certainly would find a room for him in their offense. So it does look like Tennessee's going through a rebuilding process right now. You wonder about Tannehill. Could he be the next domino? You wonder about what they do at the quarterback position. Obviously, the Malik Willis draft pick last year doesn't seem to be panning out. They started Josh Dobbs over Malik Willis down the stretch in pivotal games and in a playoff game. And it seems like Henry might be the next next domino to fall in Tennessee. When it comes to Henry, would that be like, what's the price for Henry if they're going to maybe shop him and ship him off somewhere because it's obviously a running back that makes a lot of money, but it's been a very productive running back. Right. I mean, you'd wonder about sort of a day two kind of pick. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's going to get a first round pick back because we know what, you know, the shelf life is for running backs. And Henry is obviously a very powerful back, has been able to play at a very high physical level for a while now. But when you have a player like Bijan Robinson in the draft, 
you know, you might want to go that route, even if it costs you a first round pick, then a running back like Derrick Henry, who is powerful and as strong as he is, has a little bit more NFL mileage on him. So I don't think it'll be a first round pick in return, but something like a second or a third seems to make more sense. Here with NFL and draft writer Mark Schofield of SB Nation. Let's okay, let's talk combine. You just got home from Indy. Um when you look at <laughs> sorry, and I'm Italian, so the hands get crazy. But um when it comes to quarterbacks, there's so much talk about how the performances were in the combine versus what you see on tape. And of course, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson are two of the big names that come to mind when it comes to that. How would you evaluate this quarterback class and what did you leave Indy saying about that bunch? Well, first of all, the four players that are typically listed at the top, right? Richardson, Young, Stroud, Levis. I think there's a case to be made for all four of those quarterbacks working out, perhaps in the right environment. For example, with Will Levis, I would really like the idea of him in Carolina with everything they've put around the quarterback position from Frank Reich to Josh McDowell. They've put in place a coaching staff that can develop a quarterback. But with Anthony Richardson being inside Lucas Oil Stadium on Saturday, you could tell something was happening. You, you could tell that the market was starting to shift amongst these quarterbacks because from what he did in terms of testing, from what he did during his throwing session, because let's face it, the question on him is accuracy and ball placement. He looked really good during his throwing session. Bryce Young is extremely talented. C.J. Stroud is a rhythmic passer that is so smooth, so precise, a ball placement specialist. But if you're going to take a big swing at the top of the draft board, an absolutely unbelievable athlete like Anthony Richardson might be the type of player you build an offense around. Whew. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the time. You're awesome. Thanks so much, my friends. Always a blast. We'll catch up again soon. Yes, sounds good. Make sure you follow him, everybody, at Mark Schofield, doing great work over there at SB Nation. Uh, John Ewing of BetMGM, by the way, tweeted out, Titans odds to win the Super Bowl, 66-1 to 1 opening, 80-1 to 1 now listening to offers for Derrick Henry. So... Just throwing that out there. Uh, what a day it was in the NBA yesterday. We'll recap a little bit of that action and look ahead to a six-game slate in the association with our NBA betting analyst and expert, Jonathan Von Tobel. Next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.